Welcome to another ministry podcast. There are a lot of podcasts about ministry, and this is another one. Hey, I'm Steve, and this is my podcast reflecting on ministry in a few different contexts and my experience there. Please know that I'm not pushing any specific political agenda or official doctrine of the church. I have my convictions about those things, and they may pop up in the course of the episode, but I'm not trying to be adversarial in any way. I just like to talk about ministry stuff. All right, so welcome to another ministry podcast where I like to talk about ministry stuff and my experiences there. And uh, it's been about a month since I've recorded an episode. Uh, It's the last full week of August, and um, September is just in a few short days, and it's really hard to believe that uh, our summer has come and gone, and we are still (laughs) facing the results of the COVID-19 pandemic. And so, um, anyways, I haven't recorded an episode for about a week, uh, not a week, for about a month, uh, just because there's been some changes in my life. And so I thought I'd talk about that a little bit and uh, changes in ministry in general and and how we have to deal with those. So uh, for the last 17 years, I have been employed by our uh, lo- my local school system. Actually, the school system I went to as a kid that I graduated from and it was actually kind of cool to you know be able to to say you know I work for the for the same for the same people that educated me and and actually work with some of the same teachers uh, that I had uh, even now and so it's it's really cool they've been it's been good to me good to my family um, and so I, I wouldn't change it for the world uh, and um, as part for the last uh, about 10 years or so, <clears throat> I worked specifically with uh, alternative students who uh, needed some additional help to graduate or needed uh, just a different environment uh, to, to help them graduate. And uh, so I worked at a, a, a pretty small school, uh, which I loved. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast before or not, but um, I love that school and still do. And uh really only half jokingly say uh, if I can ever get back there I'm, I'm running just because it's such a special place but um, anyways I'm no longer at that school and that's part of the reason I haven't recorded anything um, just because man it's been crazy uh, so I went from a part of my job if, if you don't know me um, is supporting teachers as they use technology uh, to teach Right, so um, we use uh, Canvas learning management system to uh, post, for teachers to post all of their assignments for the students. And so students will log in, get their assignments, and do them, and submit them back through Canvas, and you know, it's graded and all that sort of stuff. And so a lot, there's a lot that goes in with that, and I won't get into all the details. We could do a whole podcast just about that. Um, like a whole, not just one series, but a whole, ep- whole series of episodes, multiple, multiple episodes on, on my secular job. Um, anyways, I, I help them. I help teachers use the technology that they use to teach the students. I support them in that. I show them how to do things. If they run into an issue, we work it out together. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy it because uh, it's it's a, it really boils down to working with people, and you know that's I consider it a part of my ministry. So I went from a school with about 10 teachers 
to a school with over 40 teachers. Um, I, I, I moved to uh, back to a traditional high school, um, and so uh, it, it wasn't... I'm going to try to be careful about how I say this just because I want to be accurate, right? Not not that I'm not trying to offend or anything like that. You know, I mean, the truth, if the truth is offensive, it is. But but this truth is not offensive, and I just want to make sure that it's not, that it doesn't come across that way. <clears throat> and a, a position came open at the school that I'm at doing what I do, and uh, the person that got it or that was doing this got uh, essentially a promotion which is awesome yay for them and um and so just due to where we're at right now financially as a state i guess uh they didn't have the our district didn't have the money to hire a, a whole brand new person uh to to fill uh their position and so uh they asked me if i would like to uh to to make a lateral move you know from one school to another and uh, I really wasn't interested um, and then they said okay that's fine if you if, if you don't want to do that um, then you're we're gonna need you to uh, take on this additional school along with this uh, after-school program um, for technology which is an amazing program um, and and I think it has lots of merit uh, but it in itself is a full-time job uh, to do it well. And so I looked at the situation. I thought, okay, I can still have one school and, you know, and still be able to do my youth ministry, or I can have two schools and uh, an after-school program uh, club sort of thing um, and never see my family and do youth ministry and never see my family. And so I decided to, to make the move. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it was one of those decisions I didn't, again, I didn't really want to do, but it just made more sense. So um, that being said, I, I you know, I, I'm happy. I'm happy with it. Uh, it's definitely more work and uh, things are kind of crazy, but uh, I, I do enjoy it, right? And, and, you know, what I've found about changes over time is uh, – most of the time the apprehensions we have about changes are I don't want to say unfounded but we blow them out of proportion I feel like just because we're scared of what might could happen and and I will tell you that um, and, and mom if you're listening to this I apologize I, hopefully you understand the, understand what I'm going to say um, I am my mother's son, and, and I've told my wife that a couple of times. My mom loved her to death, uh, of course, and, and she has a tendency to think the worst about things, you know, um, and I absolutely do also. <laughs> so um, I, that's why I, when, I, when I say I am my mother's son, yes, I, I, I think the worst is going to happen in every situation not every situation but I tend to do that so you know what I found about changes is I personally blow them out of out of proportion right I, I, I make it seem worse or you know I'm afraid it's going to be worse than it actually ever ends up being right um, <clears throat> like you know 
<clears throat> taking on the youth minister role in 2009 when uh, it became available at the church that I was at, I was a deacon at, and um, you know I had already been do been working closely with the youth, uh, with with the youth minister. Uh, and if you listen back to episode one or so, um, you can hear more about that story. Um, but uh, you know it was scary to just take on that that role take on that responsibility and so um you know I, but what i found um i was scared that i wasn't going to be able to uh to do what was needed right and and and, and for me uh i just found out uh this past week thanks to uh, a new friend that i found at my new work who who loves jesus and um is is excited about geeky things theologically like me um, I found out that apparently I am in Enneagram 9 uh, she made me take a test and uh, which that is a peacemaker and I I, I kind of resonate with that right that kind of resonates with me because I want people to be happy and I'm willing to just say you know the thing that I thought that I want I'm not going to worry about it if, if we can keep this from being such a big deal I'll be okay Right, so apparently I'm in Enneagram 9 with a wing 1, or with a 1 wing, however you say that, which is a perfectionist. So I'm a, I'm a peacemaker. I don't want to make a big deal about things, but I want things to be done well. And honestly, I, that, I, I think it did pretty good, um, you know, nailing me down. Where's I going with that? Um, oh, yeah. So I, <clears throat> I want to, anytime I, I have a change come up you know my biggest fear is that I won't be able to perform well or do do a good job so that people will be happy with me I'll be flat out honest um, I want people to be happy I, want, I like making people feel good I like making people feel confident in their decision to hire me or, or, or whatever um, and so yeah that's my biggest fear is that I won't be able to meet their expectations um, and and that's I don't, I'm still unsure whether that's good or bad. I don't believe it's sinful. I mean, I, I think, you know, the uh, Bible says work as unto the Lord and, and uh, you know, make it so that you're trying to please him and not men. And, you know, I don't know. Anyways, but that's, the, with changes, I always feel like, I always worry and that's my biggest thing whenever something's about to change as far as work or something like that, that I'm not going to be able to meet the task. I'm not going to be able to meet the need. Um, and what I found overall is that in a way I'm right. I'm not able to meet the task, um, especially when it comes to Christian things, when it comes to ministry things. Um, I am absolutely unable to do anything to help anyone. But Jesus is, right? Jesus is. The very best thing I can do for someone to help them meet, to help meet their needs that, they're, that they would be coming to a minister for is to pray for them, right? Um, because God is the one that can do something and, and, and can do it perfectly and will do it perfectly. And so um, what I found through changes is that 
I just have to press on. I have to move forward, and God makes it work. Praise the Lord, right? Uh, it's not about my ability to do what he has called me to do. It never has been. In fact, you look in the Bible at uh, Moses, right? God called Moses, and and, and the man, uh, you know, Moses saw uh, God within a burning bush. And Moses still had excuses about things he couldn't do. And God was like, I'm not asking you because you can do it. I'm asking you to show them that I can do it, right? Um, but thankfully, God was patient and merciful to Moses because, you know, God could have, could, have, has, could have just as easily said, yeah, you know what? You're not, you're not right. You're not capable. Yes, you have a speech problem. So what was I thinking? Blam, smite thee right there on the spot. He could have done that. Right? <laughs> thankfully, he didn't. And thankfully, he doesn't. He doesn't do that with me or you. Um, so, uh, the one thing, you know, with changes I found, I just have to, have to move forward, go forward. What's the, the, the Devo song, not the devotion song, but the, the band Devo from the eighties, uh, go forward, move ahead. It's not too late to whip it, whip it good. Da, 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 da. Anyways, that's, I have to do that with, um, with changes in my life and just, you know what? We're just going to take a step, and God will help us figure it out as we go, right? And so I can look back over my life and see the changes that I've had spiritually and, and in ministry, and, and that's what I've had to do. Now, there have been times where I have very begrudgingly took that first step or put my head down and, and pushed forward. Uh, put my nose to the grindstone, whatever that means. I really don't understand that analogy. Put your nose to the grindstone. I, I don't get it. If anybody out there understands that, just let me know because I, I don't get that. I'll have to maybe Google it. It feels painful and not productive. I don't know. Anyways, uh, there have been times where I've begrudgingly put my nose to the grindstone and, again, whatever that means, <clears throat> and move forward when I didn't want to. But thankfully, God is merciful and uh, patient. Because if he was not, uh, woe would be me. And uh, that, would, that would be a bad thing. So, anyways, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually on the road right now. It struck me that I hadn't, re hadn't recorded a podcast in a while. And uh, I wanted to kind of do a little episode to talk about why that is. And... Um, you know, maybe give you some encouragement if you're facing a change, uh, whether it's in, in what you would consider regular life, it's just in, you know, just in your life with your family, life with your job, or if you're uh, uh, involved in ministry in some way, which as I've said before, and I don't know if I've said it on here or not, but I've told I've said this before, if you are a Christian, you are involved in ministry. Um, <clears throat> it may not be a formal position, uh, or it may not be something you get paid for, but if you are in ministry, if you are a Christian, if you believe in Jesus and you've been saved by his, by your faith and his sacrifice and you repented and believed in the gospel, then you are in ministry, right? And there's no two ways about it. Jesus said, go and make disciples. 
uh, and he wasn't just talking about the people uh, with titles, right? He was talking to all of us. So, um, if if you're involved, if if you're coming up on a change in ministry, uh, take a step, go forward, move ahead. It's not too late. It's understood. To whip it, whip it good. Anyways, I couldn't help that. I had to do that. Anyway, no, trust in God, right? Um, because Galatians 2.20 reminds us that I've been crucified with Christ. And it is no longer I who live. It's Christ that lives within me. And the life I live, I now live uh, because of Jesus and for his glory, right? I didn't quote that exactly. I know I didn't, but that's the gist of it, right? It's not about me anymore. It's all about him and what I can do for him and what because of what he's done for me. Right? I'm not trying to earn what what the the gift of his favor. I'm using what he has already done, his favor that he has already shown me through the cross and the empty grave as a motivation to do what he wants me to do. Right? He's invited me into this covenant relationship and and I want and I want to do well, right? I, I want to end well. And the promise is that I'll spend an eternity with him and he, and I will hear him say, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." enter into the joy that I've prepared for you and I can't wait for that day so I gotta go through a lot of changes before before then right I'm 40 years old now which is still kind of hurts to say <laughs> I'm old like I never in my life just imagined myself living to be this age but I am and it's really weird so anyways um, of course I never imagined us living through a, a pandemic but we are, and I'm actually riding, going right now to pick up some custom screen-printed face masks for my youth group, which I never would have thought I would ever said anything like that. Um, but I'm going to, because what good is a youth group if you don't have some swag? And what's the current swag right now? Face masks. And so that's what we're doing. <laughs> so, um, anyways, uh, I hope that maybe this has been encouragement to you. Uh, it's been, it, it, it's always cathartic for me just to get some of this stuff out and to get to talk. Uh, so, uh, like I said, um, if you're, if you're in a change and if, if you have a change coming, uh, just trust in God and, and forge ahead, right? He will, uh, for the, for, for the believer, he will work it out. He will make it work and we just have to trust that. All right. So until next time, which, um, hopefully will be next week maybe two weeks maybe a month or three months it might be christmas i really hope it's not that long but i I, I promise to try to get back on some kind of regularity that sounds like a, a prescription drug for like constipation or something do you need regularity anyways um <laughs> sorry uh I hope I'll, I'll try to get back on a consistent schedule um, again, it's reminding me of constipation. That's not cool. Of posting these, and um, we'll see how it goes. But until then, uh, love, peace, and chicken grease. Later. <laughs>